Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fangin' a Bangin' with Gangrel and Kid Cadet. Um, yes, we've made it to episode 15. No, we've not been canceled yet. Um, We're still here, baby. Viewers are going up. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for the big jump uh, and the, the the viewers and, and, and the actual minutes and stuff this, this past week. Thank you to all of you, and uh, good morning, Kid Cadet. How good are morning. you? Good morning. I'm fabulous, as always. Very excited to be here. Fantastic. 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 I'm, I need to, like, make that part of my vocabulary. Yeah. So not, like, well, I'm not plugging Dunkin' Donuts, but they say America runs on Dunkin'. This vampire is running on Dunkin' the last week. <laughs> <laughs> I have asked out and wiped out. I have uh, been running and gunning. Um, but it's been good. It's been it's been an exciting week, and um, lots of stuff. It's been all over the place. It was up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It was um, beautiful up there and did some shows and then I don't even know I just got so much going on between between running the CCW school and um, I, 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 everything's amazing so how are you let's talk about you uh, good I'm, 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 I'm good can't I, complain I heard, mean, heard some bad news about the Peter Chris thing yeah uh, I yeah. mean look uh, it's unfortunate some people and I think it's completely valid if people feel uncomfortable about not traveling now and oh, uh, so Peter Chris from Kiss the original drummer uh, canceled his upcoming appearance at a fanboy expo so that kind of led to the entire I'll just know that you're like the hugest Kiss fan ever. I am and you're a Peter Chris fan so but it's, oh wait Ace Ace no it's Peter Chris I like them all oh, you like them all. I, I don't discriminate I even like Tommy Thayer I, is that his name yeah the, 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 the new uh, the new Ace I um listen when it's supposed to happen it will happen okay. so yeah, it'll, it'll happen um also before i forget what i would like to say thank you to all of you uh i i did a tiktok video um just on a little bit of epilepsy awareness and, and mm-hmm. there's 40 different types of seizures and one out of 26 will develop epilepsy one out of 10 will have a seizure thank you for all the views and stuff on like that and sharing for um uh Ana Diaz, my, my daughter, uh, has epilepsy, and she deals with seizures every day. And um, she's an advocate. She's out there trying to spread the word. So thank you, all of you, for helping shuttle that out there and um, spreading the word on epilepsy awareness and all the epileptic warriors, epilepsy warriors out there, you know. So thank you for all that. That's been an amazing week, too, there. And that's motivated her to go um, really get out there. She's really shy. You know, you've seen her when she's in the studio. She doesn't talk much. You had to drag her like, oh, he's nice to people out or whatever it was. You know, you had to physically drag words out of her. But um, she's getting on there and um, opening up on social media about things. And I can remember when she wouldn't even acknowledge the color purple because it was like the color epilepsy, you know, like, and, um, but yeah, so uh, things are going great there. So thank you to all you fans and everybody in the podcast and whoever, whoever shared it and put it out like and helped pass it on its way thank you thank you heather because i know you did and oh stuff well, too, I, yeah. well are, are you talking about the one where she was talking about um ways to well the one i put up okay like, it did over like it's, it's done over three hundred thousand views oh my now. gosh yeah i just put it up i told her i said anna and i talked to the students too i said you, you have to start this is a new world and generation of branding yourself in a positive way and and if you want to get something out there you got to get on there and talk i said so i, I literally said watch i'll put a little video up on tiktok and and i thought like oh to get like three thousand views or something well it, i just put it on there i i talked to just i just talked about you know i one out of 26 so develop epilepsy one out of ten will have seizures and there's 40 different type of seizures and stuff that's it very short and brief i know i did the fangs and took them out said i'm also a father whatever short it did over i thought i would do like three thousand i did three hundred thousand like three hundred thousand in a week i mean because she put up another video and i guess i saw it yesterday where she was talking about like ways you should not interact with someone having a seizure and restrain them because they'll 
They yeah, be, yeah. And don't put anything in their mouth. Um, don't yeah. move. You know, I thought that was very interesting. Stuff yeah. I didn't personally know. And yeah. like, and I think it's very important because like you mentioned, you know, one in, what is it, 10? We'll have a good uh, One out of 10 will have seizures. One out of 26 will develop epilepsy. So yeah. it's just important things to know because you yeah. could change somebody's and, life. And there's 40 different types of seizures. Yeah, there's, there's 40. It's a, And they have no idea why. They can't stop it. You know, they medicines can control some. Um She's had five brain surgeries. The medicines do not work. Um, they do like slow them down some, so, but they were going to, the, one of the surgeries, the, the two back, were going to go in and try to cut the area out that they believed was, it would grow and cause the epilepsy, but uh, it would affect her motor skills on her left side. So she'd be like almost like if she wow. had a stroke or something, she'd be like, could you either lose all use or have only partial use of her left limb. So like, you know, so, um, the only last option she has is they, they said, well, you can hope for uh, medicine to get developed or a cure, uh, which probably is not going to happen. And um, or you could try a pacemaker. So that's when they went back in and put up. She has, actually has a pacemaker in her head. And um, she was in the ring and she did a match like one month after ha- having a pacemaker. Started <laughs> after two, like two months in a row of a brain surgery, different brain surgeries. And uh, she's making a comeback. And that's what I, I've encouraged her to get out there and share her journey. So that's what she's starting to do. So she's starting to put slow things out talking about that. Then we're going to put um, videos together. Maybe I'll get Raymond to help us. Videos together of like her in a gym and running drills on her coming back. So she did a match. Uh, uh, at Magic City, she did a match. Uh, she worked. Uh, awesome. She worked a girl, uh, T Gaines or something. But, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, TG, but um, Gaines, yeah. it's okay. Match. She did well. Did well. Uh, the matches was was you know I was a teacher. I could It's hard to go. It was an excellent match on 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 both ends. But uh, I was happy. I was super proud of her. And uh, so she's on a journey of uh, to, you know, and I, and she I want her, and I'm encouraging her to share that journey. So if you're out there, just uh. Give Anna Diaz a follow and uh, help her spread the awareness for epilepsy awareness. You know, help there, spread it. I'm glad because there really isn't any, like, I'm, at least that I haven't seen. I haven't, like I said, I hadn't seen anything like that before. So good good for her. If, for, like, know, the three it things advice that she gave, I did all them wrong anyways when I first met her. I had no idea about seizures, you know, like, like so what did I do? I held her down, you know, yeah. and like don't all these that. things. No, don't so do don't that, do that because they don't know, especially if it's a girl, like, don't know if you're attacking them because they go under, or they don't know if you're, you're trying to rape them. I mean, the worst things can run through their mind. So you don't want to put yourself in a situation. But it is a scary situation. And if one out of 26 people and one out of 10 can have a seizure, uh, we really all should educate ourselves a little bit better. Just It's just, so important. Yeah, yeah. But enough of my personal agenda there. So uh, uh, what's that up? What are we doing? We're going to so cover us? I, I, I think we need to kind of talk about... Um, right, Bigfoot not being in the news anymore. Who's, we're who's, so sad about that. Is he a COVID or something? That's what Raymond was saying. Yeah, I don't know. Big. Oh, there's his eyeballs. Like, Aww, that's Aww, he has no updates on Bigfoot. There's been no Bigfoot news or rumors. So if you have any, please share it on that. Yeah, please, know, please. Any he was hot for a week kind of like me and it disappeared you're still hot king listen and and i think that is something that we really do need to talk about because you know the the video has i think raymond said as of today over a hundred thousand views and and it's because at least from what i read people were really excited about the prospect that this could have been a thing and i was excited too (laughs) i think everyone was excited can can you tell us a little bit about like some of the comments that you saw or some of the feedback you got uh, i didn't see 
any negative feedback unless they said, oh, it would have been better if Gangrel would have came out. Or I, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of remarks, though, like with the Edge coming through the Ring of Fire. The remarks were, oh, it would have been great if Gangrel at least walked him out and sprayed the blood. Or at least rose up in the elevator, even if I didn't come down the ring, if you're paying homage and stuff like that. So right. all the fans uh, were super flattering. Thank you for all the love and support. And obviously, uh, um, it was, like I said earlier, uh, last podcast, it was so amazing to see that how it was done in 2021 compared to like 1998 you know like how things change but the fans thank you to all of you um it was very flattering very humbling um uh it's like um it's just tremendous you know and then i was already going places i tell you every tsa guy knew but like after that thing everywhere i walked again it was just like gang growl like the ticket counter gang growl going out to the rental car hey gang growl what's going on i get in my elevator and I didn't know how many wrestling fans actually lived in my building and never said nothing. There was a, a guy, he gets in and he goes, hey, Gangrel, you know, and he goes, he goes, I was in Vegas at SummerSlam and I thought my neighbor was coming out. I told him, my neighbor's coming out, my neighbor's coming out. He goes, I was so disappointed, but he goes, but you still rock, you know. So like even my neighbors and <laughs> thing that I never even knew were wrestling fans were like, oh, we thought you were coming out in SummerSlam, you know. So that, that was like kind of crazy roller coaster thing, you know, um, uh, I'm just blessed. I'm super blessed. I'm super blessed to be able to wrestle every weekend. That would have been great to to have done either either the AEW thing or or accompany that job. It would have been tremendous. Um, uh, I'm a big believer in other opportunities. When one door closes, something else opens. Push it forward. I, I mean, I get to sit here every week with you and do a lovely You're podcast. Talk to Raymond. He knows me so well that he actually brought coffee today. So um, Raymond's the best. Yeah, I, I, we we do need to take a moment. A, a Raymond appreciation moment for how much he does for oh. us on this podcast. So thank you, Raymond. Moment of silence. We take. No, no, no. <laughs> we gotta go. No. Moment of silence. No. But Raymond, like I don't know, I, I, I'm like super, super busy. He never asked nothing, and, and the next thing I know, he goes, "Hey, have you watched any of the Bobby Lashley stuff?" Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Like, he texted us that yesterday. He texts me. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm driving. <laughs> I'm on the way to teach class. I have watched nothing. I might know some things about Bobby Lashley. I don't know, but I have watched. I, I haven't watched the current product, but I, I did see Raw. I mean, I know I, I watched Raw. So, uh, I, I just think I think. I think they're using Bobby Lashley great. I think he's a beast. He's amazing. Um, I like the fact that they open Raw up. He comes out, but then everybody, you know, like, so there's the universal titles. And he's um, uh, my dude, Archer. Uh, Damien, Damien Priest. So, yeah, so pumped That's your, that. that's so, your guy. So, that is my dude, man. That is my guy. That, he's, that dude's a superstar. I mean, when I was watching his promo, when he was talking, I was like, ah, I think he could be a little darker. He seemed like super like somebody's cool brother or something instead of like mm-hmm. uh, this I want him to be more. I want him to be like uh, me. Like, I'm booking the shit. Like, I'm not booking. But Dam- Damien, I picture, and you're going to dig this because you're going to get it. Here right? we go. So, so Damien Priest mm-hmm. is Lestat and Queen of the Dam. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's what I see. Okay. Fucking rock star. Yeah. Like, just a rock star. Like, With way less mesh t-shirt. Um, and, you know, a little vampiric. You yeah. know, but a whole lot vampiric. But, uh, oh, man, he's just got that but. We did the promo. I was like, ah, something was missing in the promo. But he's still my dude, no matter what. But then you had Seamus come out with the bro kick, and then you had well, the guy Drew McIntyre, uh, Galloway or uh, McIntyre, McIntyre there, mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre <laughs> there, come out. So, so that's great. But then you had Bobby Lashley come out, like who's in the mix of everything. So they're really keeping them current. Then you know, then you have Riddle come out. With uh, Randy Orton, they got that new crew. And you know, I'm a Riddle guy, too. I like people. I like Riddle. So I'm like, ooh, open an episode. I got all my dudes out there. <laughs> like, I'm like, they're, okay, go. The only thing missing yeah. is Edge coming out, but it was Raw. So he hasn't switched over to Raw yet, or if he is, I don't know what's going on. But but I, I was like, I was happy because to see Raw open up like that. And then they set up 
two two solid uh, matches out of there. Um, you know, the three way for the uh, open challenge or whatever the uh, universe, whatever it's called, and then uh, and then Bobby trying to go and at MVP for the uh, tag titles and stuff around Randy Orton, and then you had AJ sitting out there ringside with that big old dude that just sweats a lot. Or, I don't know if he's sweating a lot. <laughs> like, Oh, I just met him actually. He's super a few nice. Weekends ago, yeah. I actually trained with him when I was guest coach at the PC. That like I worked out with him. He really wanted to learn and everything, but he's just so damn big, you know. And, it, and I, I met him at MegaCon, and it's funny because like um, I just saw him. He was just there, and he's the type of guy like obviously he stands out in a crowd. And like I had to do a double take, and then I was like, I mean, he yeah, is. Yeah. Tall. He's, this he's, is a he's, tall he's man. He's, he's big. So, so and, it, it it came out there. So then. Um, then you had to watch poor MVP wrestle, like, and 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 you know, there's a lot of history with MVP South Florida here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could tell you, um, there's a there's a fellow named Daryl Primetime. Do you ever you know Daryl? Daryl's wrestled for years. Well, Daryl used to be. Uh, so, uh, well, I, well, let, I'll get back to that. But let me go. Like, so MVP they, they wrestle right. So he's got that bad knee, right? So now you got so like actually it looks like the, there's some thought maybe in these storylines. Maybe not a lot of thought, but there's thought. So you have. Uh, Goldberg, they hurt Goldberg's knee, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Lashley and Goldberg. So, he takes Goldberg's knee out, right? So, now, then then Goldberg's son, Gage, right? He comes in and they put, what is it called? The hurt lock? What is it called? Yeah. He, the, yeah so, they, they, he put that in. Put MVP, like, everybody can be Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. But MVP, his facials, I think he's the best manager right now in professional wrestling. I, I think by hands down, mm-hmm. to me, like, that dude is on point. He's smart. He's intelligent. He, he understands talk. the game. Yeah. He's come from the streets. He's been to prison. He's done the grind. He's rose up to the top. He put a rap album out. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's got a, a ver- he's got his own variety of whatever uh, comic show that he does to like, kind of like Cactus does or, or, or Mick, like kind of where they go around. A lot of wrestlers are doing that comedy, kind of tell you a story thing. I mean, he's got so much going on. So he's super intelligent, super got his thumb, his pulse on the pulse and everything. Comes out there, but his facials are like, He's putting everything over, like when they, they put the herlock on, he like realized he knows it's it's it's, it's Goldberg, son. But like you know, Lashley's on kill mode, like I'm Bobby Lashley, which I think is amazing because like uh, like he's just. I think he's amazing right now. I think he's on top of his game ever for an old. He's older too, you know. Like, is, oh, for, he looks great. I, I think mean, he's in his late forties. Uh, uh, he's forty-five. Yeah, yeah, but he's on point, man. He, and he looks great, and he just is a beast in the ring, and everything he does. I'd like uh, when that tag match he came out and. Uh, so, so they did that that package deal up to that, and then whatever you know, Gage is hurt. You know, they did a, they did a clip during the show with Goldberg, but they hardly showed a knee. Like maybe there was a knee brace on. I don't know. I couldn't tell. But what well, they edited, but they plugged the Goldberg's garage, which is cool. You know, I like cars and trucks and shit like that. So that's all cool. <laughs> um, so uh, Goldberg. So they got so they make a thing personal. Goldberg knee got hurt. Um, his son now felt as dad. He's come in and now he's got shoulder and neck problems from the hurt lock. But then you got MVP uh, selling this like, oh god, you don't know that. That's 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 his son. His son. What have you done? Yeah. What have you done? But but like Bobby Lash is like this cyborg he's destroyer. A monster. Yeah, he's just yeah. a monster. I'm on kill mode. The world is mine. But I'm taking every title there is and killing everybody in between. So they're just building them. I love how they're doing it. And then they, then they have that tag match, and then you got MVP, who's clearly working on a hurt knee. Like he's, mm. but you know, he's done the angle and this and this and that. So I, I don't know that he's fixed it or not, but to be in the ring, but he's walking like I walk. He's got my gimmick. He's got that kicked out knee, and he's, he's like, I don't wear braces on him, but he's braced up, which tells me he's probably got like, 
MCL and PCL. He's probably got a lot. Mine's just bone on bone and it's deteriorating, right? So I, like I either get the new knee like they had told me or, or I, I, I just ride it out a little longer. But he, I think he has something that needs to be repaired. Like, you know, so like he needs the, some yeah, time off. Yeah, but yeah. Time off, but he could come back. It's not a knee right. replacement. But but he's got obvious issues. So now they they, they put him in the match and, and uh, uh, you know, I don't know where they're going to go from there. Like, he's got a bad knee. I, I, I'm i just, you know, I can speculate all I want. I mean, but use your imagination. So I think you're going to keep making this personal. I think Goldberg's going to probably hurt somebody to get even, trying to get an Ash manager. So I don't know. It's really, really cool to see the buzz around Bobby Lashley. Um, I mean, I don't know a lot. I mean, he came he came when he debuted. What was it on Raw or something? Like, he lost or something, right? It was, like, horrible. Mm. Then he just rose up. Now they're really doing something now. Uh, Oh yeah, he's. I Good mean, he's like top of the company, you know. Him and Roman Reigns, right? I mean, right. Like, so uh, yeah, but um, if you got, if I got to go Roman or Lashley, I'm gonna be a Lashley guy over Roman. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because okay. well, I just like watch, watch when he gave those tackles in that tag match. He came in when when MVP was in there. They got a little heat, whatever. MVP tagged Lashley and. MVP rolled out. It's like he put him right. You know, uh, somebody took the post. I think it was maybe it was Orton. I don't know who was in there, but uh, he came in, shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle. Then he crawled back and come and charge him with another one. The, the, the forearms, the aggression. He was just like a friggin' giant pit bull that you couldn't stop. Like just like like revel uh, end of days or something. You, got, you know, there's the end of times. This big demon beast walking earth and collecting souls is what he looks like. Well, like, like the thing scary. that's always like so interesting to me is like these guys that like don't have to say a word but yet once they're in the ring like they're speaking volumes you yeah, know it's yeah. like yeah it's so it's menacing and scary like yeah. you said he's, he's a monster he's a machine oh, yeah. you know i think he's the best he's, he's this is the best he's looked in since he's been wrestling for me for me as mm-hmm. a fan not not a wrestler but as a fan watching as a fan you know well I, I know, like, the other thing that Raymond kind of wanted to touch on was... Yeah, go over here, buddy. You're oh, me. bye, Squash. You're squash, you're sweating me up. I'm starting to sweat. Got a long okay. day ahead of me. <laughs> it is the whole, you know, Goldberg intermittently, you know, he pops up every now uh-huh. and again. I mean, do you think his appearances are as impactful as a one-off from, let's say, someone like Brock Lesnar or The Rock? Well, Brock Lesnar's comeback is, well, like, this baby face, but he probably will be around longer than... I hope then, so. Uh, then Goldberg. Goldberg, I mean, he's had injuries. He's older. I mean, I think he's just, they're just one-offs, and it makes sense to just keep the ratings up here and there when they need it to help boosting. So is it impactful? Yeah, I think people like Goldberg. There's a whole WCW generation that was like worship Goldberg. Like, let me ask you this. How many... <laughs> Okay. How many how many Goldberg tattoos do you see on older, like, 40-year-old dudes and 30-year-olds? <laughs> I mean, I've personally never seen one. Do people have Goldberg tattoos? <laughs> that, that tribal he has. That tribal. Oh, Goldberg tribal. had that exact tribal. There, I, okay. I I can't go a day without running into somebody my age or a little bit younger, well, in their 40s or 50s, or 40s and 30s, late 30s and 40s. With with the Goldberg tag, like that meant- Goldberg tribal, that same exact tribal, okay. and, and, and I've seen girls with it on their back as a tramp stamp. I've seen. I like. Of listen, I'm about <laughs> the tribal. I thought you meant like a portrait of him. Like no, his face nobody wants like, Goldberg on him. I was that, like, that's okay, the kind that's of a choice. Johnny Knoxville on here, Jazz Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing right. wrong with that. So, uh, 
No, no, no. That tribal, that particular tribal tattoo he had. That, that it's, it's signature Goldberg. Oh yeah, I can like, name like a couple right now. Right. I mean, and, and a lot of the guys like <laughs> had wrestle every weekend, and, and uh, I'll, I'll see a guy and I'll see the Goldberg tattoo on him. I go, all right, I know what I'm in for tonight. <laughs> we all get one. Yeah, I'm not getting one. No, you don't want to. No, okay. no, no. I'm not having anything against them. I mean, um, I was never a giant Goldberg fan. I, I, I got along great with him. Like, but as a wrestler, he was just uh, very. It was very limited. It was like he had that streak, but it, and nothing against him. It's just that I don't think he was. Uh, he, he's a great guy, but I just don't think he was like a. He wasn't a Brad or a Owen or a wrestler for say like that. He was just Goldberg. They, they mm-hmm. built him for what he was, and it was and he, and it was great. You know, he came in jackhammer spear or whatever it was or spear jackhammer um so they built him as a monster beast lashley's built as a monster beast so i guess it's appropriate they clash and they have something going on i mean i hate to see the i don't i don't like the word hate but uh i I don't like like to see that the older guys always get beat but i also don't like to see him come in and 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 beat other guys that are trying to build up in your make stars so that's a tough spot there you know it's a really tough thing but i think they're doing it personal they got a little storyline at least you know they made it personal with gage and coming in the dad and the knee and stuff so um i'm interested to see where it goes i and i always interested interested to see where it goes i always think it's interesting seeing them involve like actual family members i always think back to like the Rey mysterio eddie guerrero you know and (laughs) dominic was like part of it i mean i I think it's cool, you know, as long as the kids are like willing to, you know, go with the storyline. Yeah. And it seems like Goldberg's yeah, is. I yeah, I guess it's cool if you're a wrestling family and they plan on going into wrestling. I don't know if I'd want my family involved in something if it wasn't going to go no further than that. You know what I mean? If they weren't going to be potential wrestlers or, or, or something in the industry or, or do something. Well, like Anna's, that. you know, she. Yeah, well, she was. She's like, I call her my daughter, but she's my stepdaughter. So I didn't have any say on what happened there. She was already, I met. She was already So in it, she yeah. came, I met her like her first day. <laughs> she came and then I think um, her mom brought her and then surprised her with the wrestling school, but then surprised her with like a WrestleMania or something, like when I was in Orlando or something. She was like 14 to train. So that's when I met her. Then I went away and I met Twilight that same day, Jay Vidal. Yep, and um, Twilight. So mm-hmm. then, 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 then I came back and I was there for most of their training, helping out. And then I would go to England and come back. But then I opened my own school and they came. So, so yeah, I, I met her mom by, by training her. So, um, but then, then now they're my family for life. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Do you uh, feel like someone like The Rock could have like another one-off appearance oh, like I, I think he could have a whole career wrestling if he wanted to i mean like right stomp kick rock bottom dropped an elbow that's he could work forever like that you know mm-hmm. he just came in his energy i mean this guy gets up at what 3 30 in the morning and works out still the, i mean i think he has a harder schedule than he ever had as a wrestler like to be a top entertainer right in the world like sure. making movies and stuff john cena too i mean what are these guys fine time like when we were wrestling we hardly found time to stay in phenomenal shape so when you're on set all day and you're you're flying you're here you're in another country there you're making movies and then you're gonna start doing wrestling appearances again in between all that you are a beast in your own you know like so i feel um, like they have to give them time in a schedule right like, like so i i definitely believe like the rock could come back he could work a solid year straight not not nothing about it he's just the energy he has and the style he has and stuff like that if the rock did come back let's say for we'll say wrestlemania next year 
who would you like to see him? Roman Reigns. Okay, that answers that. I feel like you've thought about that. <laughs> head of table challenge is another head of the table. <laughs> I, I feel like it's something like we've all like wanted and we're all like waiting for. We're like any day now. I, I mean, even I, I don't want to see him work Bobby Lashley. I want to see Bobby Lashley just be his own entity, just destroy for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to see him get dethroned or anything by The Rock. But but it, I would really be interested in seeing if The Rock could dethrone Roman Reigns if they, yeah. I like Being, it. You know, Samoan culture and, you know, the head of the table thing. Makes sense to me. I think it would be huge. Makes sense to me. Like, if that, I feel like that could headline WrestleMania 100%. Oh, I'd, I'd get headline the world and then some. That'd be really good. Yeah. In my, my eyes. But yeah. yeah, and I was going to say, there's eyes watching this stream. So if that happens, <laughs> we're going to say, hey, look. Hey, you hey. heard it here from Gangrel first. <laughs> uh, speaking of Gangrel, I got my collared up. Look banging at you. and banging shirt on all office and business though fnbgangrel.com you can check that out go on there thank you for all the love that's been coming across there too um all the all the they seem to be more brood stuff but thank you edge <laughs> oh yeah people seem to like the brood stuff yeah. kind of like not to circle too far back uh but what you were saying before you started talking about bobby lashley um in the comments about the last video is there is still so much love for the brood and i loved reading all of the comments about saying like how impactful the brood has just been on you know the history of the wwe and i think that is so awesome and like that has to feel good reading all those comments people love you it's very flattering like um i've said before on here i've never anybody that ever walks up to me and says oh i'm sorry to bother you I go oh, don't be sorry I, I i tell them thank you because it, it's very flattering when they quit uh talking to you or, or acknowledging you or recognizing you it, it, it you know uh i say i never think of myself as a star but but you do get used to that if that goes away you'll start thinking oh they forgot me you know <laughs> so to something amazing like that to happen and um get such a positive feedback it's just tremendous it's awesome so uh, it, uh, silly just awesome. not awesome but yeah. um but we were talking about um uh bobby lashley and and and, and i went and on the mvp thing so oh, yeah, uh, talk about- yeah mvp which i think like he's older uh He's in every, but he's, 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 I think he's such a great manager, but like his history along, uh, like on his journey and stuff that he's come through, like in South Florida, like um, it's it's weird how worlds is so small, like that six degrees or whatever, but um, you know, he, he's got a past in history and there's the prime, he's, he's a local wrestler, the prime, I can't say enough about uh, Daryl. He's such a gentleman. He shows up at every company that, that has anything. He supports all the young talent. He comes in there and buys all their merch. I see his name pop up on, on the F&B gang. Oh, yeah, all the time. So he's buying, he's buying everybody's stuff, gets on there, wears their shirt. So supportive. But that's just a guy. He's always been like that. Now, unfortunately, uh, MVP, he... You know, did some bad things in life, or whatever the world considered bad. I guess we all consider robbing a casino boat or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, he's done that. something. Yeah. He, you know, so he was in prison. Uh, my brother, uh, Chris, same thing. Uh, not a casino boat. Maybe it was a subway or something, but slinging some stuff. He's done some bad things, some bad life choices, too. And the world is so small in a funny, weird way. Him and MVP, uh, Hassan, they were cellmates. So Really? And That's guess who the prison guard, guard was? Who? Prime. <laughs> Prime. So, really? Yeah. So yeah. So I think this might have been a work release in Opalaka. So it might have been after the main their mainstay in the big house. But like when they work release, so they go out and work in the day and come back at night and they're still locked in. So him and my brother and then like a movie. Yeah. So my brother and then I think Prime would go to my brother. Like your last name's Heath. Are you related to David Heath? And my brother goes, Yeah, he wrestles and stuff. So they would all like talk wrestling and uh 
Prime is such a good dude. He told us on MVP. He goes, hey, man, when you get out of here, if you straighten your life up, I'll help you get trained. True enough. And story did. He did. Boom. And look where he is now. Look at that. Yeah. That's so And for the record, my brother's doing really good, too, now. Oh, he good. owns his own semi-truck. He's driving. He hasn't been in any more trouble. <laughs> like, so. Good dear. So they're both like, like, like one guy made a difference in both their lives. You can turn your life around, you know? Yeah, so that, the Prime's, I guess we want to give him a shout out. Prime. Daryl Prime time, man. That is a legit... What a man should be in life, you know, a well, human being. Too. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that about MVP, like that Prime like helped him. Oh know, yeah, he was in there. And they, no they were talking wrestling. He said, "Listen, when you get out of here, be straight, keep things straight. I'll, I'll help you out." And he guided him along his journey, and and boom, look where he oh, is yeah. now. He was left, gone, did back again, and and working on top with Bobby Lashley, and last night on Raw, or Monday night on Raw on that tag. Yeah, what so, day is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so it's, I don't know what it is now. It's like Thursday now or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Wait, no, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Well, uh, the last time I saw MVP was at one of your events at the casino, and then oh, yeah. like the next week he was on like WWE. I mean, that's- yeah, yeah, I don't think he told anybody, but, but I, I had a sneaky suspicion when he was like, Eating really good and going, I got to do two-a-days. He was doing two-a-day workouts and stuff like that. Anytime a wrestler starts uh, doing two-a-day workouts and eating really good, they usually got something coming up. Gotcha. It's either like a WrestleMania or they're re-debuting somewhere or something. Something's always coming up, so the flags were up. But but uh, even though on that time with all that going on when we did that thing, he was still gracious enough to show up on the Sunday and hand the toys out to the kid. It was a toy drive. So it was the toy drive. And uh so um, yeah, so yeah, he, so he's also giving back to the community, and I know that he will go speak to youth and and stuff, and try to tell them there's there's hope after making mistakes and stuff like that. So he's a really good dude too. No, I, I don't know if he's as good as Prime. Prime's like you can't top Prime in my book. That dude's class. Aww, he's class. Yeah, that is so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, another thing, uh, Raymond wanted to mention, uh, and <laughs> Raymond, I how much did you mention? How many texts did you send out? A lot. Oh, I must him. He's yeah. no, no. He's he's on top of things. You know, <laughs> he makes it easier for us. Uh, and and people have been talking about it since Monday. Like it's kind of like a big thing. I know they were talking about it on the Busted Open Radio Show. Um, especially Bully Ray had a lot of things to say about it. Was the match with Charlotte and Nia Jax? Oh, see, he didn't bring that up to me, but I did see that match. I guess just as a I- quick refresher. People didn't know what was um, real. What was not real. I I, I, I don't that. know I, what was going on. They said I I when I do cardio sometimes when my things pop up and they go, Nia Jackson, Charlotte Flair, shoot fight or shoot shooting the ring on each other, whatever, whatever. But when I watched the show, I, I don't know that they were shooting on each other. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think maybe they were trying to. I don't know because I wasn't there. They looked like there was a couple like miscued moves maybe maybe they wanted to make it look and get some people to talk about it maybe they <laughs> like I, I don't know because I didn't see any punching or eye gouging or any they just weren't selling each other's stuff they, they just stopped for like like a minute it might have been a slap that led into something and then there was a miss something and there looked like a Samoan drop or a driver on the head or something weird I it came up with then but then there was the finish so it's hard to say unless you're in there I, I don't know I wasn't an agent so I don't know what was called for that match or producers they call it now mm-hmm. um, so I can't really comment on it it just I don't know maybe I mean from what I understood I thought they were like friends and stuff like that so I, I don't know so, I'm um, I'm not sure but then again I've been in some some of my best scraps of people I consider friends <laughs> like so but never in the ring though like I mean it, it could have been the way they they stopped like they didn't do a whole lot but th- th- to be honest besides just maybe a sloppy execution of a Simone drop or something um I'd actually like that match. Like, what? Uh, what? What we got? Yeah, it was real punches thrown. 
Real punches. What do you say? Real punches. Real punches was thrown. Who threw the real punch? I mean, uh, that was a real punch. I, and and, and well, she's Samoan. I think. I don't think that that that. Uh, but look, like ah. they're both going for each other's moves and no selling them. Like to me, that was the bigger thing. Is that yeah. like there's no trust there? Like, like you know. They say the worst matches out there would be the matches where there's the actual heat or somebody's not trusting each other because you won't do anything. You can't make each other look good because you don't trust to do anything because you're mad or whatever. Or you don't trust them to not hurt you. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe they just did it to talk about I don't know. <laughs> I was taught a long time ago, uh, believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. Mm. You know? So that was it. That was 34 years ago when I started wrestling. In September, this is 30. Hey, it's September. This yeah, is 34 years for me. 34 years. We I've need been more confetti. Yeah, 34. So I was told day one, believe not on what you hear and only half of what you see, kid. That was Boris Malenko. And he would go on again. Believe not on what you hear and only half of what you see. They're talking apples and I'm talking oranges. So shut the hell up and just listen to me and you'll be all right. You know? <laughs> Add that to the impression. Uh, uh, the bo- but yeah, video. but you got to have fix it in because he had to tea. <laughs> always clicking on there. Oh, no. He's always yelling, uh, Boris Malenko. Love Boris Malenko. Miss him. Him and Rusty are both gone now, you know? Um, I try to get people like <laughs> at the CCW school. I try to, I try to. I, I, I they think because they were trained one by one person. I try to say there's so many different styles. I was trained by Rusty, but yet Boris Malenko too. And then I was trained in the dungeon by the Hearts. And then I trained was trained by Alpha. Like I, I, I attended three schools. I, I trained well four technically. Like and like, but um, yeah. So this I, and then I. I intertwine all these styles yeah, a combination to make one. Of- yeah so i don't know eric bischoff said to me once he goes oh i didn't realize it you you basically attended harvard princeton and yale you know of wrestling schools i go oh that sounds really cool it sounds better than how i was saying it but yeah, I like <laughs> like, that. yeah. well I, I know that this weekend and you did mention you were in harrisburg but you did get to be reunited with rikishi oh yes i saw yeah rikishi and samu and, the head oh, shrinkers oh, yeah, cool. yeah the head shrinkers or uh samoan swat team i i, I was terrified of them <laughs> when um when i was a kid i would drive up to georgia championship wrestling right and they, they would have a board up much too and they'd put the matches up uh i would do like a show i'd pick people up drive up there uh i think i talked about it i'd take a bath in the sink real quick oh, fine. and um <laughs> yeah, because they didn't have a shower there it was just a little studio like Dude, by the college have- dorms techwood drive or whatever and uh so you get in there and you just sit in there with you know you know, mouth shut, eyes open, ears open. You know, eyes are big, looking at everything. You got people like the Road Warriors walking around and the Samoan SWAT team, Abdullah the Butcher, Rick Steiner and stuff. Um, but I <laughs> I would always, and a little did I know that I would have such a relationship with the Samoans later, uh, the Samoans, but like they, I would actually hope to get the Road Warriors over the Samoans because I would see Samu, like, I'm pretty sure that they, they would, you're supposed to defrost the pineapple. Sometimes they would freeze these pineapples and carry them. But I promise you, I've gone over like after and like picked up some of that pineapple and it had been frozen. Hard. So they would take the Samoan SWAT thing. They're thrust kicks. They look so vicious as Samoans that. But then there was this pineapple, and it was. I figured, okay, I can get my head kicked off this and this and that. But it was the pineapple when they would hit somebody in the head with that pineapple. I don't think. I think whether they. It, it would be different if they liked you. That pineapple was like thawed oh, out and maybe even <laughs> got some cuts in it, so it'll bust easier. If they didn't like you, they just bust you in the head with a frozen pineapple. Ow! So, but they could work, right? So, and I, I consider Samu the great Samu when he was in Calgary and stuff like that to be one of the best. Like Samu was so like underrated and so talented, so talented, so like. uh that, that whole the Samoan dynasty, like this. I didn't train Lance, but Lance is so talented too. Samu's son, so he's a lot like his father. But um, 
And he's doing a lot like his dad did at first too when he went off on his own. He's trying to figure it out. He, he's caught caught up in trying to be um, his culture with his culture, but current and what he would like to do. But it, but his culture is going to get him booked more because people want to see like a Samoan, a savage type of like thing. But you know he. He he does that so like I, I I feel so sorry for Lance when I watch him but I'm like I know that like one day he's just gonna break out and then I train like um, uh, TK's son Jacob Fatu who's an MLW and stuff who's just probably one of the most talented people I ever trained you know like wise and ring and so so much talent to come come through there but Samu was just so talented like like these guys and then and nothing and and, and Kishi like I mean Fatu they they did amazing things and um. Uh, they're, they're like they're 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 bump and feed guys, you know. You you bump and feed them, bump and feed them. They got thrust kicks and th- thrusts and all that. So um, so yeah, like, but I knew that they were like, you can watch wrestling. And go, okay, uh, the kicks and all that. It's vicious. They're vicious, but that's fine. But that pineapple, that was a whole other story. I'm not getting <laughs> beat the hell with that pineapple. I like well, pineapple I would have if I had to, but mm-hmm. but I actually would. Uh, be like, oh god, it's a tag match, and then I go, please be the Road Warriors, like, cause, <laughs> or the Bobby Eaton, but Midnight Express would be great. That, that's a super super night off, you know. Uh, but I get the Road Warriors, I'd be like, oh, it's not the pineapple, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, later in life, you know, I've worked, I've worked all the Samoans so many times. I haven't worked Yokozuna. I almost wore my Yokozuna shirt today. Oh, that would um, have been the Ultimate Ooh shirt. I almost, I almost wore it today. Next week, uh, next week. I had it on, but I figured I had to plug the fnbgangrel.com. So I threw this one on, and uh, but uh, maybe. Next week I wear that because I got a Samoan yeah. Dynasty and Ultimate Ooze, but but that's why I would like to see the Rock of Roman Reigns. It's just that whole that it's the family culture and then growing up with them. I, I think it would be something super super special. Um, maybe it's predictable because I came up with it, so I come up with predictable stuff. But <laughs> we I, see it. But I just remembered. Sorry, you reminded uh, me. I was gonna wear my Rolling Stone shirt today. Oh, you're gonna go Rolling Stones. Well, today. Charlie, you won. Oh, that's right. He pet the drummer, right? Yeah. Man, scary getting up there in age. But he was like, what, 80? 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, was, he had a good run. Yeah. Not long enough. I mean, he was still making great music. But, still uh, touring. I mean, still yeah, on the road. I guess yeah. he was taken off the road, like, for this upcoming leg that they were going on. But, yeah. well, sorry, I don't mean to bring down the music. No, no. Good. I was just Let's thinking go, about go. it. All right, so what else is new? So we covered... Uh, I got it. <laughs> so yeah, so Rikishi. So I got to see yeah. him. Oh, they were great. So that was. Uh, I'll go back. I'll finish up with that. Yeah. But yeah, it was awesome to see him. I haven't seen Samu in a while. Um, Rikishi, of course, I got ties with him all the way back to Knox Pro. So if you're in the California area, uh, Knox Pro Entertainment, uh, the training facility out there. I mean, uh, when I was out there a month ago, I stopped by. They got some amazing students, amazing things going on, and they got big things popping out there. So they always got big things popping. They always got something going on. Reno, Anawaii, and uh, Count Black Pearl, uh, Cali, or whatever. Reno, Anawaii, and uh, Rikishi. They, so I was part of that school. That opened on my birthday, and I was a part of that until I moved back home to Florida. And then been trying to navigate my way around and stuff. But, um, yeah, so it was great to see him. So, like, like yeah, they're definitely family to me. And uh, so, yeah, it was awesome. It was Yay. awesome. It was awesome. Well, I wanted to say I got a like on Twitter from one of your friends, Kevin my, Thorne. Liked one of my oh, photos. Shout are, out, Kevin Thorne. Oh, Kevin Thorne. Uh, I got to give Kevin a call. He's called me a couple times, and then, like, I call the back. I got his machine. He's doing really great. You know, if any of y'all don't know Kevin Thorne, he um, 
There's also Mordecai and Seven throughout the years in uh, uh, Ohio Valley or Deep South, and then, then uh, WWE, WWF or WWE. Then, then he, but then he was known with uh, Ariel, uh, Shelly Martinez, and Kevin Thorne in the ECW part where they debuted as vampires. And I was supposed to come in. They actually hired me back um, and said, "Hey, we're gonna put this faction uh, of vampires. You're gonna come in, and we're gonna bring Ariel in, and we're gonna bring Kevin Thorne in. She's gonna manage you guys." So they hired me. I sat home. I never got a phone call. I was watching TV, and then I seen Kevin debut, and then with Ariel, I'm like, oh, they went the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Then my next phone call was like, well, it never really took off with them, so we had to cancel it. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, can I go back to England now? But but mm-hmm. Kevin Kevin did. A, I thought he did. A, a, he does he does great. Like it, he had the nice gear and the fangs and all. And he, he found out how hard it was to actually work with the fangs. It's not so easy to pull like, fangs off. Yeah, and wrestle. What's the most difficult part about like wrestling with the fangs? Um, depending upon what fangs you have, they tend to go through your lip, <laughs> or they get kicked out. Depending upon who you're working, and uh, I think he was working like uh, Rob Van Dam a lot, so he's getting kicked in the face. <laughs> literally kicked in the face a lot, so his fangs would be rearranged. They look like earrings over here when he had to get kicked oh, or something. Wow. So he would spend tons and tons of money on fangs. I think he got the company to pay for him, but um, I was blessed because Jody uh, did this in Nashville. Um, he hooked me up. I'm wearing the same pair of fangs since 98, the titanium clasp and stuff like that. So you spend a little bit more money, but it's a lot less headaches, you know. So um, I'm due to try to get another pair made for my afterlife as a vampire, for my con- the cons and stuff. I need to get some fresher pair of fangs so I don't terrorize the fan with my dulled out, beat up, road-worn fangs from 98. Like, they have seen thousands and thousands of matches since 98. If those uh, fangs could talk. If those fangs could talk. Those fangs have done some bad things too. I don't know if I want those fangs to talk. <laughs> I might get in trouble with like some stuff. Or like I don't know, man. They might open a whole new category of like what the fangs have done. Blame it on the fangs. <laughs> that was the fangs, not me. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, Kevin's a great guy. So I'm glad he liked you. I gotta. Oh, but what I was gonna say is, um, he still wrestles, but he's killing it in real estate. Who who would have thought that like um, this big six foot four or five of a 320 pound man it could sell homes I'd he is house. selling a heck out of houses everywhere like the uh, indiana area that's awesome he's, he's doing he's making more money than he ever made in wwe i think and, and he's got a beautiful family beautiful kids so yeah he's, he's doing great man i'm so happy happy for him and he's still we still tag here and there like i'll see him in uh charleston coming up in october and then i'll also see him in charleston again because we're tag team champions on, on december 5th in charleston for old school nice. championship wrestling so okay. i still tag with him here and there and we still do some stuff yeah well tell him to come on the show yeah well he would he always was he's always willing to come down and stuff like that <laughs> kevin would you might just don't know which kevin you'll get you'll get a laughing kevin ribbing kevin i don't know we'll but figure it out you'll get kevin thorne for sure though it's heck yeah kevin thorne, but yeah so that's cool he gave you a like what, what did he give you a like on i think the picture that i posted of me is like a vampire oh yeah that that's one. a good picture yeah, Thank yeah that's you. a good picture yeah raymond and i are talking about what we're gonna do for halloween so. yeah, yeah raymond i don't think you could top her vampire look her vampire is kind of like it's well, a nice vampire yeah but that was a filter i wanted hey. Oh, you oh, you want to be played? You want to be trying to kill vampires? Oh, that's not a bad choice. Oh, yeah, Blade. Yeah. I like that. Mm. I like that. I, I, I'll be Whistler then if you're going to be Blade. You know Whistler? You don't know uh, You know Blade, you don't know Whistler. Ah, um, uh, it's Chris mm. Christopherson. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, he was like the keeper of Blade. He's the one that, like, you know, 
did his blood for him and made all this special yeah. stuff to help fight the other vampires and stuff like that. He had the knee brace. I got the knee already, you so got I got the gribble, the grizzle limp. Like, what's the- <laughs> I guess I'll be Ryan Reynolds. Then, right? <laughs> Isn't he in one of the Blades? Blade three or something? I, you know what? Blades, the Blades for me are much like the Lost Boys. Like after the first one, I, whatever. And then when they threw Hunter in and three with platinum fan like ah that was it you're out it. i'm out i'm out I'm well out. i think as we get closer to halloween though we need to have a talk about fangs because obviously there's so many different varieties there's some retractable of ones you see those ones that oh, you push fun. your tongue and they, they come out well i mean like because you know osferatu had like the front two and then like lost yeah. boys had them i guess or you had them and then yeah. other ones have them closer and we'll have to talk more once we get closer a lot to of fangs a lot of fangs a lot of fangs october's not that far away we're a month away. Yeah. <gasps> it's happening. Month we have away. to start decorating for Halloween because now it's September, it's which is not. Halloween. Next week, you're going to have a pumpkin spice latte. No. You know, somebody just wrote me, like, <laughs> the guy that does Gangrel's ghost stories, Greg. I, I have no idea. He goes, uh, oh, can you please do me a video? He calls me DH. He goes, can you? I, I got to answer him. He probably thinks I ignored him, but I was in the middle of class. and uh, Then he see me on a live feed later. So it always makes you look bad when you, you don't answer a message because you're busy. And then you're on a live feed. And they go like, damn it, this guy could do a live feed, but he couldn't take two seconds to answer a text. Damn, social media buries you. It tells on you all the time. But he sent me a thing asking me to uh, send him a video. I guess maybe he wants to do it for TikTok. He wants, I don't go to Starbucks. I, I'm, a, I'm Dunkin' Donuts. He's a Dunkin'. I couldn't even tell you where Starbucks is. I'm sure there's 30 of them, though. Uh, every Everywhere. block or something. I'm sure there are. But he wants me to get a pumpkin spice latte. Mm-hmm. Drink it and spray it in the air or something like. I, I don't. I, I, but how would they know? Uh, for a TikTok video, maybe he wants it for Halloween, October time. Or but something. how would they know what you're actually drinking? I guess I got to talk and say, "Oh, or pumpkin spice latte." That. But spray. So I don't know. So I'm gonna. I gotta talk to him and see what okay. he wants to do. Because I wasn't ignoring you, uh, Lucha Greg. If you're listening, dude. Um, I just was. I was teaching class, but mm-hmm. it's also trying to promote that class. That's why I was doing live videos. And then he also, I know he knows because he wrote when I was doing a live video. He goes, "Hey, you should be doing that on TikTok. Go TikTok live. Do the TikTok ah. live." So he's trying to help me. You know, he's trying to help me, but I'm just terrible at marketing and helping my own self. You know what I mean? And then, well, so. uh, but the gang girls ghost stories that's still that's in play. What I was it's a big okay. thing. It's still going. We gotta start having more ghost stories on here. We, we Let's going. go next week. Yeah. Next week. Raymond, can we please? Cool, great. We'll just pretend like this. Uh, well, all, all, all of October, we could do a ghost story every show or yes, something. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please, please. Yeah, yeah, all month. All month. But yeah, shout out. out to uh, Lucha Labs. Check them out on YouTube. They got great stuff going on. And uh, they're also part of the, the GGS, Gang Girls Ghost Stories. All in play. All looking good. They're working on it. It's it's uh, full speed ahead. So could be a very exciting 2022 for me. And, and so many yeah. different levels. Like uh, I just got to decide whether to... Go get the new knee or just take some uh, gel shots and throw that new brace on and just motor on until it's totally destroyed. If I take the new knee, they're suggesting I don't wrestle anymore. So uh, I don't know. It could be a hint that I might not be wrestling after December. Um, we'll see. Or I'll just motor on. But don't, You can't say that because if your doctor's <laughs> watching this, you can't say that. He's not watching. He's too smart to watch you this. You never know <laughs> <what your doctor laughs> be no, no disrespect to anybody else is watching it. Cause like, but he's like... He's working. He's like he might just for this episode. You know what? To be fair, moment. to be fair, to be fair, you never know because the lady that came and uh, had to measure me for my brace yesterday after the MRI, she goes, "Oh, I saw your truck out there, and uh, it's cool." Like my my, I had a couple friends in California that were trying to wrestle this and this, and she owned the gym, so you never really know never who actually know. is a wrestling fan. You but I didn't get the vibe know. he was a wrestling fan because he used the words like, "So you're like." Uh, you put oil on in your underwear and stuff, like, you know, so, like, that wrestling. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah that wrestling. Uh-huh. I, except for I 
wear a lot of clothes and I have fangs. So <laughs> quite the opposite, but the same wrestling. Yes. <laughs> like, wrestling nonetheless. Well, are we ready for a pizza? If I had abs, I'd probably wear the underwear and baby oil, but I don't have any abs anymore. So I'm not an ab pyre. I'm just kind of a fat an pyre. pyre. Oh, you're a glam pyre. <laughs> All right. So what's up? Where are Pandora, we going? Pandora. Already? All right. What do you think? Okay. What's in the box? I love saying that. What's in the box? Should we ask? Should we ask? Have you seen it yet, Raymond? Have you seen Sam? You're not Raymond. Don't ask me to. Don't send me no more messages to talk about somebody. And I didn't even. I didn't even have time, but I did watch Raw. Fortunately, I had something to go with. I did watch Raw. I'm most of Raw, but um, I still don't know about the Charlotte Flair thing. So, what did we determine? You thought it was a shoot? I. Look, I or, like, or was that a great work? So, so he, here's what the did thing. Bubba say? What did Busted Open? Let's plug Busted Open. So, I love uh, Bubba, the, the, Bully Ray, or, Bully Ray now, Bully Ray. I think he saw both sides of it because he was saying, ah, "Man, I don't even remember." But t- in my opinion, if it was like scripted, they are the best actresses I've ever seen. Because to me, it really looked like it was a shoot. So yeah, it could just been frustration. Yeah. I, I think something had happened earlier where Naya is unsafe with something. I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, like said, oh right. well, there was a slap to the face. It was also a... Oh, no, she slapped her. Uh, but it was a small drop. It was kind of rough. But, um, What's yeah, if you would have been in the school, uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday, I did a match of metal. And everybody was convinced I killed him. But I was just agitated. But it looked like I mauled him because I, he went to give me a... Um, I moved... He went to go give an elbow and I moved, but then he jumped back up and was in my face. So then I just unloaded on him like any person would, like when you're in your face and not selling your like selling anything and making it impossible work. But that's how I was teaching him. But everybody in the school was convinced that I was beating the heck out of him. But I wasn't. I just emotionally shifted gears out here, but nothing changed physically as as in uh how it landed. You know, it just looked like it was landing a little bit more with more aggression and intent to do bodily harm. Yeah, I just didn't know and it's just, I don't know, but uh, what do I know? I what know. do I know? I know nothing. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'll, I'll wait for more reports and all the, the, the gossip sites. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you guys, when you're watching, if you guys have any opinions on anything we talk about, you can leave them in the comments, write to us. I mean, and thank you for all those great comments. There's yeah. so many comments on our YouTube stuff and everything. Can thank we you. get more comments about how sexy we are, guys? Those are <laughs> the, my favorite kind of comments. Just, you know, like, we need more compliments. You're sexy and you know it. Oh, I have to say, <laughs> I loved the video that you guys put together where you were doing your entrance and, and Raymond put oh, exactly. behind it. Oh, that was so good. That was very clever. But are we ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. This is from my friend, Curve So Solo. Do you like Curve So? You always, I, I know there's hundreds of questions. You always put Curve So Solo. I mean, nothing against Curve Solo or Holt So So. So solo. So so. Yeah, he never explained it either. What the curve so. Yeah. But um, all right, Raymond. I'm thinking you you have personal favorites. But go ahead. Because well, you're, you're the one putting these questions, questions in the box and like and it's <laughs> not her and it's not me. Definitely. It ain't me. Nope. Uh, <laughs> how important was kayfabe back in the day? And do you think the lack of kayfabe in today's wrestling hurt the legitimacy of the business? Legitimacy on how you look at the business. Yes, if you're an older school person or old, uh, a wrestler from a de- the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and you're still alive, you're probably a bit agitated with it. You're probably a bit annoyed with it that nobody protects it. You know, smoke and mirrors, believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see type of things. Um, uh, that goes with the, the, the work itself. It's all smoke and mirrors. Um, WWE, WWF, WWE at the time when they made it sports entertainment to get out of paying whatever state commissions or whatever that deal was back then kind of 
kind of put it out there that it was entertainment. Um, throughout the years with the movies and industry and all coming on as they do things, kind of put it out there. Do I think it hurt it? I think it, does it hurt it now? No. Do I, do, do I think there should be more of it? Yes. I think, I think it wouldn't hurt to, to apply it more and people should be surprised with, with, um, Watching wrestling, I would like to be surprised. I don't, I don't want to read about it first and then didn't watch it. Maybe like to, I would like to have like when The Undertaker lost and that kid was like, or like oh, yeah, or, yeah. or emotions like even though they knew CM Punk was coming out, but then it was the kid crying. Like, I like those natural organic reactions, and you you can't get those if you're online reading about it. Everybody is out there leaking it and telling it and stuff like that. So I think it would help. Uh, I think it would help people want to watch the product more if they didn't know what was going to happen because it would leave them hanging like you know um you know like soap operas and stuff they don't like oh, soap operas whatever shows uh, they don't you know you sign things that not say what's going to happen in the next season even though it's filmed you know and then because people want to tune back in next week and they want to be they want that they, they need some suspense and surprise in their life you know what i mean if you know everything it's like ah so back in the day though it was very serious and very good for us and like um uh, eddie graham he would, uh, he would, he would encourage his heel champions, the bad guy, the heel champions. He would encourage them to like get in bar fights and stuff. But if they lost the bar fight, he would pull the belt right off them because they lost the legitimacy as a tough guy wrestler. But if they were in a bar fight and they won it, they made wrestling look good. Like, oh, it's a bad son of a sob in there, right? So, and then you know they protected it. They they went as far as not letting uh, asking you not to have your wives or girlfriends come to the show right so they because they, they wanted the more people that believed you were single or whatever that was more tickets they bought or, or merch that was sold or whatever stuff like that plus i mean it was just you were a villain and you're a blue eye you know you're a baby face and you're a heel like good versus evil and and that's what drew that's what made money people want they want to believe in something watch it and they want to be left hanging to come back to see what's going to happen they want to see that baby face chase that title or they want to see that heel lose that title you know so that's what they're paying every week to come but if they know oh well it's planned and roman reigns is off to go do uh Back to the Furious 30. And, you know. Back to the Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious or That's whatever. A back to the Future. But back, Fast and Furious 30, Back to the Furious. Well, there's so many Fast back and Furious, right? But, yep. And then, like, you know, they recycle everybody. But you know what I mean? If you know he's leaving, and it just takes the, the mystery and the suspense out. You're like, oh. Yeah, I like the element of surprise. Amongst, for that, this era, I would still like to have surprise. Back then, it was their livelihoods. They had to believe you, that you were, like... I, for example... Uh, I was at Disney World as a kid, and uh, I saw Ron Bass there. And I told my mom, I said, "Oh, hello, Ron Bass is over there." Like, she goes, "Go, go, go say hello." I go, "Oh, hell no!" <laughs> like, it's hello, Ron Bass. He'll beat me up. Like, so they had, that, but I enjoyed that. That I like, I, I like that 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 uh, that adrenaline and that fear and that respect of nature or whatever, however you want to look at it of. Believing that Ron Bass was just this big badass cowboy wrestler, and I wasn't going to go up there like that. I, I enjoyed that feeling, and I think that wrestling thrived on, on protecting that and and being this this a society, uh, this group of themselves, you know, and going along. And I think it was very important and um, and very good for wrestling back then. And you know, some people crap on it, go the old brother generation, this and this and that. But it, it was it is what it was. You got into it, it was now. It's a whole different entity now. I mean, you're still objective in wrestling matches to win the wrestling match. People believe that, you know, um, you, you want to win. That's what you're still selling, the object of winning the match. But it's so entertainment now. It's just it's crazy. So, But but I think it could use a little bit more kayfabe in its life. Okay. 
You reminded me of something because you mentioned uh, Disney, which got me thinking of Orlando, which got me thinking of Universal. And it looks like AEW now is finding a permanent home at Universal to film AEW Dark. Oh, the Dark? Right? Is that? It's a rampage. Dark. It's dark. dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what do you think about them? It's almost like, you know, what they did with Impact. Yeah, well, Impact, uh, WCW, um, they all been through there, right? So, no, it's good. I mean, uh, hey, I'm a Florida guy. More business in Florida is great. Uh, more jobs for somebody I might be related to or somebody I know. So, like, uh, so I, I'm all good for more businesses in Florida and more wrestling in Florida. Although, Florida's oversaturated with wrestlers, but I don't ever wrestle in Florida. But, but it also helps generate school and people wanting to wrestle because it's a florida thing so i'm for it i'm happy for it I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see any any wrestling whether it's mlw ring of honor uh, whatever company uh, new japan I, the more wrestling the better uh, it's more opportunities for somebody i know or somebody that i help train and and it gives them a chance to live their dream and do something they love so i'm down for it yeah. amen bring it on amen hallelujah <laughs> All right, ready for the next one? Okay. This is is from Cruz Oviedo, and they want to know, how was the women's division treated back in the Attitude Era? Hmm. Well, that's a tricky question. That's a slippery slope. Um, Attitude Era. So you had some great wrestlers there. Well, I consider Luna great at what she did as a, as a wrestler and a ballet a manager. Um, then you had Ivory, who was tremendous, and um, I think... Molly Holly went to WC. They they tried to get Luna was trying to, get her, but they ended up she ended up going and being Miss Madness because they didn't want her. They thought she was too plain, which was shame. Was it how was it treated? It it was it was okay when it was like the beginning the beginnings like um like raw before it was like that raw in the Manhattan when Medusa Luna Sherry Martel. I think it was treated well and 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 I enjoyed it. They were they were like they weren't um on top by no means or maybe gave the respect that they deserved. They probably wasn't given that plat- platform that they deserved, but they were there and it came a long ways from where they were, right? But that doesn't make it right. But they were there. But then um, they, when it got elevated, I, I think cheapened it because when it got elevated, it became the Sables and the TNA and like, and nothing against Terry Rumble, who's going to pop their tits out the most? Like, that was discouraging. Um, <laughs> yeah, Miss Kitty was naked every... Uh, oil wrestling and mud wrestling show and nothing against her i mean i get along great with her uh i just thought it really everything they worked for to get to where they were and going into that attitude there they they, they kind of stripped away with with uh tna tits and ass you know not not the company not total non-stop action but but <laughs> but, it was. but, but it, they stripped it away with that and it, it, it put a black cloud on it which i know for a fact like really bothered luna a lot um just because she was a second generation. She was so proud to be a professional wrestler. She came from that kayfabe that we talked about earlier, that generation of protecting wrestling at all costs. I mean, we'd been in a Denny's, you know, and, and uh, she's super nice to the fans. Even as a heel, they come up uh, eating and, oh, can I get your autograph? She goes, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, growling in that Luna voice. And then right at the end of it, it it's just like, when you, <laughs> right at the end of it, you're like, okay, 
this is a good, this is a good, this is a good encounter. It's a good encounter. Then the guy goes, you know, it's all fake anyways. I'll show you fake, you sorry son of a bitch coming over here and interrupting. And she's trying to claw across the table to like rip their eye out. You know, like legit. I've seen that more than like five times in my life. You know, you know, it's like you, you go, oh, this is a good encounter. This is a good encounter. Oh, why did they go there? Cause she's going to protect it with that kayfabe. So that's her mentality going into there. And then she had mad respect for Sherry Martel and Medusa is a tough cookie yeah, medusa was in all japan women's in like the mid 80s where they were like assassins you know they were this bad badass women and um she survived that and she was there and so by all means she was a pioneer too um to, to come in there and and, and then to, to work up to get wrestling women's wrestling respected and to start moving to that platform where they're moving up then come, let's see who could pop the most hits out. Let's just put belts on. Then, then, then became later after the Attitude Era that whole that other era with the diva titles. It's just I, I just think it hurt it a little bit. Like as a professional wrestler, I mean, as entertainment, it's whatever you want for entertainment. It's mm-hmm. not my choice of entertainment. No, I don't mean any disrespect to the young ladies that, that went that route, but I, I, I like I like the the Molly Hollies, the Nor, uh, the Debbie Malinkos, the. Uh, Luna Bashans, the Medusas, you know, uh, Larger Blaze or whatever you know her as, the Sherry Martels, the Leilani Kai, uh, um, Judy Judy Martin, uh, the Jumping Bomb Angels. Like, I can go on and on. I, I love women's wrestling when it's proper women's wrestling. I just think if you work so hard to be a professional wrestler, don't bring it down with flopping your ass out and your tits. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about like the era when like Lita, you know, joined and Trish Stratus? I mean, well, Trish, that- Trish Stratus, I know would write Edge all the time trying to get in. She wasn't training. She goes, oh, I want to be part of the brood thing. Just like she was super thing and she did it. She got in. Uh, Lita, I know for a fact that uh, Lita paid tribute to Luna when like, I don't know if you haven't on, uh, they did something. Lita had a, a Luna thing on uh, because Luna was like, and Lita's a Deerfield Beach girl. She's from South Florida. Uh, uh, what's up, so Flo? Um, Luna would always try to get me to carry all Lita stuff up there to show the office. They need to hire this girl. Luna wasn't there anymore. She was like pro Lita, like super pro Lita. So, and then Lita paid the price, broken that, this and that. You know, um, you know, with the flying stuff, trying to push it into that next level where they were, they were flying and this and that. That be different than somebody just popping their breast out. You know what I mean? So you had to. They, they were like earning their way up as wrestlers here, like wrestling and putting on good matches. Then. Came all these tits coming out, this and that. So now you had to top it with all these bigger and flashier moves and take it to a different level to, to, to get that respect, which put a price on their bodies and stuff Definitely. like that. So so that was sad in that sense. But Lita's a great human being. I, yeah, I love that I'm kid. I'm too. Kid. I, never, I keep thinking I would call people kids. <laughs> I guess I've gotten old now. Kid. No. Yeah, whippersnappers. Is that what they're calling? Yeah, you little troublemakers. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Do we need to break? Or are we still good to keep rolling? Okay, just wanted to make sure. All right, you All right. ready for the next one? Yes, I'm ready for the Here next we one. go. Is this one also from Curve? No, it's not. No. Um, the, oh, I'm not, this energy drink over here. Yeah, go ahead. Chug, chug, chug. It's a pumpkin spice energy. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> this one is also from uh, Matt Krause. I don't know if that was the last one, too. Maybe Krause, not. Okay. Like <laughs> okay. So um, they want to know if you have any stories traveling through the Canadian Maritimes. And they also wanted to say thank you for your contributions to the wrestling business and entertaining us. Canadian Maritimes. Um, I got a lot of stories traveling through Canada. So you're asking specifically about the Maritimes. Um, 
How, what what are the Maritimes exactly? Uh, it's Northeast Canada, like up there, where, like no human being lives. But it's beautiful in the Cold. summer. It's beautiful in the summer, some of the spring, but uh, I, winter I could pass on it. <laughs> the winters are brutal, pass, but um, but I have done some tours up there with. Uh, but I was in a bad place when I did those tours. I don't want to say the things I did. Um, I love. Uh, I do work up there. Uh, I've, I've done not just I've done tours, but I've done one-off shows too in the Maritimes and Prince Edward, PEI, Prince Edward Island, and stuff like that. There's a lot of great talent up there, like uh, Big Brody Steel, and then and then like so you get the Maritimes, and then below that you'll have like Quebec and Montreal. So they they all kind of tie in and run those maritime tours. Um, it's a beautiful country. I think I did a 20-day tour up there where we wrestled in all the little towns. They were all sold out, but uh, it was such a blur to me because I I. I drank every night and went home with somebody different every night it was a it was a rough run it was a rough run i was, I was going through the breakup with luna so i was like trying to find myself or destroy myself or both at the same time whichever one went out so i found myself eventually and um but uh the maritimes are tremendous the fans are tremendous but it is very isolated out there and, and, and it's a very beautiful place so i i would recommend anybody if you can do a tour of that and you're young do it i don't know if it's for an older person it's a little grizzled up but like um but it was great it's a good tour uh i've been all the way up to in um uh nova scotia up like the nova scotia's up there where you can see the northern lights and stuff and oh, kiss the fish and all that kind of stuff they what? Ki- they, it's a gimmick where they kiss the fish up there and then you become a local yeah like just any fish no they have a certain fish and oh, okay it's, <laughs> it's, a, fish? it's a thing you'll get a certificate and everything too i, like, I have to look fish? it up and then explain it to you yeah we'll have to come back to that subject but okay right maritimes is i had great tours um I did, I did, I think I beat somebody up in the Maritimes, but uh, uh, they asked for it. I think it was the uh, promoter, maybe. But, <laughs> like, I, oh, I can't tell you this, though. I learned the hard way about cell phones in the Maritimes. Okay. So, I kept calling somebody, like, to talk to him, right? And, like, I was kind of smitten on him. Even though I was doing all these bad things, I was smitten on this person. So, like, I was going through the breakup and all that. So, I was calling this person. made me feel good. Like, I think somebody actually cared. Um even though I didn't care about myself, but it made me feel good that somebody cared. So I called every night, and then um, because like it was, I didn't much about cell phones, and so then um, I didn't realize that like all those calls were like long distance because I was it was a self my cell from the states to another number in the states, but I was in the Maritimes, mm-hmm. and and then they, they they turned my phone off on the trip, and I and I had to get through to them, and I was calling, and I had like a nine hundred dollar phone bill, <laughs> like I said, what are you talking about? This is a state of state, like I mean. Yeah, I was in a bad place in a bad time, but oh. yeah, I learned the hard way. You don't, you you, you got to get a, uh, 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 what is that plan when you go to another country? Yeah, like stuff. a long distance. Yeah, plan. Long, but now we have WhatsApp. Yeah. So now you have WhatsApp. You got all these that. incredible things. Even Facebook, you can call on now. Mm-hmm. So as long as you got internet or Wi-Fi somewhere, you'll be all right. So I don't know. That wasn't much for some maritime stories. It was all over the place. Kiss the fish. Kiss the fish. Kiss the fish. We're gonna come back to that because I do. That was in Newfoundland, actually. That was in Newfoundland. Newfoundland, yeah. All the way up Obvious. Newfoundland where you kiss the fish. Newfoundland. Ooh. Newfoundland or Newfoundland? I don't know. They say it. No, it's Newfoundland. Way. I think you're right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to research that. There's people particular up there about it. So. Oh, yeah. same with like how you say Glasgow. Uh, Glasgow? Gla- how do you say Glasgow or Glasgow? Because like, I remember. We get a lot of people from Glasgow. Glasgow watching. So show. please help us because I remember um, I was announcing uh, Nikki Cross at Shine, I believe, mm-hmm. is who, how. I believe that's who it was. 
And I think she's from Glasgow. And like, so I said Glasgow, oh, and they're like, ah! and I was like, Glasgow, Glasgow. I don't know. So you mop it. It is Glasgow. Glasgow, Glasgow. <laughs> I'm gonna work Scotland. on it. But, but let us know in the comments. Let us say, all right, Scotland then. We'll just, like, yeah, that right, Scotland. 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 All right. Well, it's a beautiful place, Scotland. I would love to go. Yeah, it's cold there too, though. But man, beautiful. I would love to go. I want to see the um, the Highlands. Yeah. Oh, Much braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Scotland is free. All right. This one's from Tony Clark. Thank you for a very pronounceable name. Tony Clark. Okay. They wanted to say, they said, hey, Gangrel, uh, how do you feel about WCW's Vampiro? Raymond, did you put that crap in there again? We get that question like so much. How do I feel about him? I, I, I don't know. Um, Uh-oh. I used to know. <laughs> I used to think I knew. I used to think like. I was going to kick, you know, if I ever seen him, it wasn't going to be a good ending. You know, there was one trip where he talked a lot of crap to a friend of mine named Norman Smiley about me. And I remember Norman would be like, I oh, don't want to mess with Dave. Don't go that route. And then, so I was prepared to get off a plane in Japan. We we're on the same tour. I was going to just dust him. And uh, then he was like, oh, he carried our bags and stuff. And he was like super nice. But then at the end of the tour, all Luna's meds disappeared. And he was the only one that was zombied up. Like, because <laughs> our meds are not like meds for a normal person. They're meds for a psych. <laughs> like, like, she takes some shit, they'll put an elephant down, you know, mm. like to keep that balance. It, it, like, uh, 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 what was it called? Uh, Elleville. It's Elleville 50s and stuff. Oh, big orange death, I'd call it. Because I, I took one one time just to see what's up and I lost three days. I didn't know what was going on. But she took that every day and was fine. I was like, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I didn't have a high opinion. I don't I don't know. It's... it's, it's as things go on, and this has changed in probably the last three months, really. I I start thinking, oh, who am I to be upset? Because he used to go around telling people I stole his character. I mean, he would huh? openly say that stuff. And I go, I didn't even know who this guy was. Like, he was in Mexico. I was in Puerto Rico. Like, I didn't know who he was when I was in Puerto Rico wrestling. They have Lucha magazines over there because it's Spanish, right? Uh, Lucha Libre. It was a magazine. And I go, oh, this guy doing the con of Vampiro. He's not a vampire. But... I'm doing a vampire character with fangs and stuff, so I go, oh, it's kind of different, but whatever. But it turns out the fans were calling him Vampiro. He did, but then he just wrote that. But but he would tell people that I was a cop, and he, but, he, but he would say all kinds of crap like that through his years. But as you grow older, and I, I don't know if I grew wiser or not, but as you, you sit back and you go, you know, it's not that big a deal. Like, why, what do I care what somebody has to say, this or this or that? He's actually reached out to me to do some stuff and stuff like that, and... Um, you know, I got to follow up on it, but he did something kind of shady to a friend of mine named Sin Bodhi, like, mm, yeah. and Sin, Nicholas Sin, he's not a bad guy at all. I've never seen Sin upset with anybody at all. Sin was literally, like, fighting mad, like, with this mm. guy, because I guess Vampiro called him and said, hey, I'm in, I'm in Vegas now, can I come do your freak shows, you know, and stuff. He does this thing called freak show. So he goes on there, and then he does the show and everything, and whatever's fine, and then then he tells him like, "Hey, we're gonna. Uh, I got a business partner. We're, we're gonna be doing a freak show. You want to be a part of it? Whatever. Basically, told Sin, I'm taking your show, and, and we're doing it in Vegas. You know. And he's like, uh, like you can't that. do that. Sin literally had to get a lawyer and stop this. And like, it just that he went that route. And then he, then I guess apparently tried to apologize to him later. Oh, it wasn't me. It was the other guy. But it's just, just oh. kind of who he is. This is kind of anybody that knows him, just knows there's always some kind of like." heat around him or something but then you hear he has all these health issues now and different things so 
you know, so I don't like to talk bad about anybody. Like, it was always taught. If you don't have anything good to say, don't really say anything at all. So, like, I really didn't say anything. But I don't have anything bad to say about him now. I think I'm over anything as I get older. And maybe I should have thought about working with him. But Sin's a friend of mine. And I'm pretty loyal to my friends. I'm like, I'll be super yeah. loyal to my friends. Like, so if he's done somebody wrong that I consider, like, a friend. And Sin's on the hand. He's in the five fingers. Sin's in my five fingers. Oh, There's Sin and Edge are in there. And I got a little TMD in there. And I got Anna in there. And there's one open. Okay. I don't know who's in there. Raymond. Maybe Raymond, 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 Raymond might be. Yeah, I don't know. He's trying. Raymond trying to bring coffee and get that spot. Yeah. But, like, Damn yeah, you up, yeah. Raymond. But um, no. But yeah, I'm very collective of like who I call like a friend, friend. You right. know, I mean, I, mean, I call. I use the term loosely a lot of times. But but like, but if I say like, yo, you're in that circle, like people trust that hand to trust. Simbody's on the hand to trust. So if Simbody had an issue with them, then it's hard for me to overlook that and maybe do something together. Even though I'm a business person, you know, and business opportunities. But if I have negative feelings already deep down inside about some stuff in the past, more than likely they, they would just harvest and come to the top and it would end badly, right? So so I just kind of avoid those situations. But um, no, I was happy. Uh, the, the thing people don't realize is I believe, I could be wrong, so uh, don't quote me, boy, because I ain't said shit. Uh, but, but never mind. Uh, I could be wrong. <laughs> Boys in the hood are always hard. You keep talking that trash. Though. Never mind. All Wait, right. That's so, um, yeah. Boys in the hood. Boys in the hood. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as I came on, it's getting girl on WWE. I think they were trying to bring Vampiro in to tag with me. Mm. to do the thing not it wasn't Edge and all that originally I think like they were gonna because I was feuding Edge but they were gonna bring Vampiro in but then we ended up with Christian but I think because Vampiro I could be wrong held up WC like saying hey they want to bring me in and do this so when they were divorced he just went to, and used that told them they were gonna come to cut a better deal get more money at WCW uh. that's how that's happened so I mean that might be a little inside information I could be wrong but that's how I understood it back then from the office the higher ups. Yeah, higher ups and stuff like that. So I don't know. So there's been a lot of controversy and a whirlwind of something around him. But um, personally, I, I wish the best for him on his journey and, and his health. And I really, uh, yeah, I wish, wish him well on his health and hopes he uh, gets through whatever's going on and stuff like that. Okay. All right. There that covered. Yeah, we got it. We got the vampiro answer. All right. We got I'm one sorry. more. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's okay. We also got Boys in the Hood. All right. Boys in the Hood. Oh, I love that. Like That's a great movie, too, Boys in the Hood. Cuba Gooding. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. I need to revisit. I haven't watched it. So oh, yeah, it's oh a good gosh, one. Every time right. I turn, I go, I'm not going to watch Boys in the Hood when it comes through. Because I see it, I flick it through, and then I stop. Because Lawrence Fishburne always draws me. Love I like, yeah. Yeah. Right, are you excited for the next Matrix film? Is another Matrix coming? When yes. do I get clued in first? Gingo, you like... told me to tell you these things, and here uh, I am telling you now. It's another Matrix. Is, is Keanu Reeves going to be? Yes. Oh, uh, see, I am a Keanu guy. A lot of people don't like him, but like, you know. Who wins in a fight between Neo and John Wick? Ah, uh, Neo, I think. Because he can captain. do all that crazy, like, he never gets shot. He'll never, like, get yeah, shot. But, like, and then he'll pull the plug. He'll go somewhere else, go up. But, like, yeah, okay. John Wick's just badass on Earth. Like, He's so badass. Yeah, he is. Badass. Oh, one of my favorite films. I, like, I tried to get Anna to watch it. She goes, oh, I love the first one, but she didn't get through the <gasps> second one yet. But I go, the third one, I go, there is more killing in the first five minutes of the third one. There is an all two of the first two. So, <laughs> like, Raymond, have you seen him Okay, he's seen him. Oh, of course, Raymond. He's violent. He's got violent nature over there. Just have to make sure. We have to double check. He's, you know. I know seven is it's too much for him to like. A little too much. Comprehend all the storyline and the dialect of the sins and deadly seven deadly sins and stuff like. Still watch it. <laughs> he doesn't have enough time for it. He's a busy man. He's not a Brad Pitt guy. 
You're not a Brad Pitt guy? No. Ever since Thelma mm-hmm. Louise, he's never liked him when Brad Pitt stole their that money. That would be the first movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ever did, yeah. Okay. Well, here is our final question. Are you ready for the it? Legends of the Fall. Oh, Legends of the Fall. Oh, I had to watch that for my film school. Okay. <laughs> so um, this is from A. Carl. And they want to know. Now I want Carl's Jr. Burgers. Oh, Carl's or Hardee's? Because aren't they both the, the same? same? They're the same. same right? They just like change the name, but the same colors. Same with like checkers. Depending upon the state you're in, yeah, checkers. And what's the other Checkers one? and Raleigh's. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so we kind of already touched on this, but maybe there's something else you can mention because they want to know if you could share some of your road stories with Rikishi and other Samoans. <laughs> like road stories. There's tons and tons of road uh, uh, Oh, my goodness. There's tons of stories. Uh, I could tell you that. I've never seen mayonnaise. I, like, they were off mayonnaise for a while, but I, I noticed this weekend they're back on the mayonnaise again. They're putting mayonnaise on. Uh, they're, they're, like, they had tuna fish with mayonnaise, but then they put like they squeezed mayonnaise on it. But I never knew that there were so many uses for mayonnaise in my life. So I literally started putting mayonnaise on my rice, my white rice. Really? I would put mayonnaise on my white rice. I put mayonnaise on my scrambled eggs. What? I put happening? mayonnaise on everything. But what mayonnaise did for me is put weight on my ass and everything i went up to 305 pounds on mayonnaise like hanging out with him in la well i mean i was drinking too drinking had something to do with it like i was drinking but like i'm like 245 250 now uh but yeah i was 305 pounds in la and i blame it mostly on the mayonnaise and bad 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 lifestyle but it was mostly that mayonnaise they put i mean there's turkey tail everything but um uh samoans the culture uh you travel with them once you once you're in with them, your family, whatever it is, your family, you're considered family. You you attend funerals, weddings, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything together. So very cultural driven, very family driven, very loyal. Um, but if you break that circle of trust, you are alienated and, and there's like a death squadron sent for you. You know, you know how many Samoans there are, you know, um, I could tell you this. So, all right, here's the one, but I, I don't want to go into a lot of detail because I don't want anybody to go to prison. Um, um so uh, we were in Australia, and uh, we did a show. It was coming to the end of, end of the loop, right? And uh, we hadn't got paid. And, and, you know, if you know Samoans and they'll pay their money, Samoans going to get their money. They're, they're, that's, if I learned anything when I was was at office school and then ended up running office school, it's business. And Samoans going to get their money. You owe them money. They're going to get their money. So it was the end of the trip, and we were supposed to fly home. I'm not sure if they changed their flight to a later flight or not, whatever. But what I learned is Samoans have family on every planet, continent, okay. state. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. There is a herd of Samoans somewhere just waiting on go. Like, psh, they hit that bat phone, Samoan, go. Like, and, uh, and they sent out a crew. Like, I don't know what they did. I, I do know what they did, but I don't want to say it out loud. Like, okay. there were some holes put in a house somewhere. But by that afternoon, every last one of us got paid. <laughs> we're on that evening flight out of there. Like, so mm. it's crazy, man. They are so gangster. It's insane. Um, yeah, but, yeah, so, like, if you're in their circle of trust, don't breach it. Because if you, you're out of it, I can't guarantee what will happen to you, man. But I, I love, um, I mean, I, I OG'd in with uh, Afa. And then, then um, you know, I traveled a lot with Samu and 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 Junior Akishi. And then I was like best friends for the longest time with uh, Reno and Hawaii, the Council California, Black Pearl. Like, and that's me and Reno actually opened the school Knox Pro together. And Akishi was like a silent backer, and then he came in like a few years later and came in as a, a trainer there. And now, now he's the head trainer. Him and Reno, they run it together out there, doing very successful. So, um, 
yeah, I came home, get back in touch with my grandkids and my roots here and stuff like that. But yeah, that's Samoan that culture. Like, I don't know. That's a little story, but there's so many. I, like, if you, if you sit down, I have a glass of wine or a beer, I could tell you about 50. We'll have to, we'll have to do a nighttime episode one day. And, and, and so then I can tell you we'll stories. Get our wine, we'll get our mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. We'll some spam musubi. Get some spam musubi. They love spam. Spam, corned beef. Oh, they love, oh, they'll actually put beef, in special though. orders for corned beef out of like San Francisco and mm. Union City area to bring it down. Or actually, the tenderloin in San Francisco is where you get some great uh, corned beef. Yeah, they like their food. They love their food. Me but too. whatever you do, if you can avoid a Samoan funeral, avoid it because their funerals are like four hours, five oh. hours long. <laughs> Everybody Wait, speaks. Food? They have food after. They always have food after on go. everything. 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 Good or bad tragedies. There's always food involved. Turkey tail. Uh, chop suey uh, with the chick. I like the chicken chop suey. They have the pork chops. Oh, so good. Nah. I feel like Ricky should be a cool person to have on here too. He would, and it, it probably would. What are you hinting? I gotta get to work. Is Raymond like telling you to tell me to get guest mm-hmm. on here? Because I could feel the heat from him because he sends these like <laughs> subliminal messages all the time, and then I just don't answer him, so he gets the message back. <laughs> message received. Message received. No, it's not that. I just don't like to ask people to do things. I, I'll do stuff for people, but I just hate asking. I just it's always it's how I've always been. I've always just sit back and taking whatever was given instead of asking and going out and getting it like i don't like to make waves i feel like i want to bother people i know that i'm not a big fan of doing podcasts and stuff not because i'm used to talking now and everything i just don't know when to market this time like manage this time like it it took a lot for me to commit to to this like raymond will tell you i kept saying no i I don't want to do this and i've turned down like title match they wanted me to do one with uh, actually with uh, blake chadwick they wanted me to do one but i just was scared of the commitment like somebody saying hey we're paying you to do this so you got to do it you know so like i i'm like i'm realizing with ccw i've taken a heck of commitment because they're paying me to run that school and everything which is great and it's they're they're great people nelio and, and danny I know Danny. I helped train Danny. Danny, I was wrestling for Rusty. I was already trained when Danny came along, and he's. They've been seventeen years. I think CCW has been around, and now Nelio spot into it. So, and he's a tremendous human being. He's a little younger, maybe in his mid thirties, but he's still wrestling. But um, the commitment, like to, to you, accept money to do a job, even if I if I just verbally, no, I'm doing it out of love. At least if I'm having a bad day body wise or I want to go to something, I'll go. But but when somebody's paying me, like I will show up to the ends of the earth because I know I'm being paid. Any job, I've had very few regular jobs in my life, but I would show up an hour early and, and stay an hour late and, and give you like if it was eight hours, I gave you ten hours of busted ass. It's just how I am. And so like so to commit to stuff like this and to do pocket i hate asking people because i know how hard it is to manage time for me i'm so busy like and i have have nothing going on but i'm so busy it's hard to explain you're very busy (laughs) you got you got a lot going on yeah well we'll see hopefully 2022 there's a lot of surprises out there i don't want to mention something i don't want to jinx them but we talked earlier so hopefully we can reveal a lot of cool things on this show coming up but hopefully gang girls ghost stories hopefully that that'll be that's been talked about that's out there Hopefully that'll be in play. And now I got to call Greg because, like, uh, yeah, because I, I I didn't. I got to text him back about this pumpkin spice latte spray. Uh-huh. He goes, even if it isn't, just pretend it is. I'm like, so yeah, what? Exactly. I got to go get a steal a Starbucks cup somewhere because well, he particularly said Starbucks. So okay, yeah, I mean, it is should I rib him and just get a Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. Say, I got a Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin spice latte, dog. Yeah, that's there what you, you go. Get, that, that's D&D. what you get. Yeah. That's what you get. I don't, right. I don't know, but. Episode 15, we did it. That's it? We're done? We're out of here? Out of time? Damn it all. Wow, that went by fast. Must have been all the Bobby Lashley stuff there, right, Raymond? So, 
Thank you, Kid Cadet. Of Thank course. you, everybody, for tuning in to episode uh, 15. So we covered things of uh, Bigfoot having COVID and missing. Not really, we but we, we did mention it. Like, because, uh, uh, yeah, Swatula wanted me to bring it up because he's worried about his family members. He hasn't seen them in the Aww. news, no TMZ sightings or anything like that. So we covered that. We covered little Bobby Lashley, talked a little bit about MVP, his background, his history. Uh, the bombing disappointment of the uh, Peter Chris cancellation, yeah, which um, right. bums me out because it's. I, I you wanted the Peter. story. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, Peter, yeah. yeah, I know. I feel you. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah. We talked a little bit about Charlotte and Nia Jax. Oh, yeah, which which I don't know. Maybe it was. I have. I, I'm not there. I see both sides. So it could be or it could have been they attempted to get 50, everybody 50. talking and get a buzz around something talking. which they did. So people were talking. So maybe they did. So I, I'm sure people went. Went on and went back in their DVRs and went back to watch that. Or if not, they looked it up to and watch it. And now they will. Um, so, so either either way, I think that was a win for Raw, as long as they're, they are, are friends now. If that really did happen, so uh, Goldberg. we talked about Goldberg, uh, knees, uh, Gage, his son. Talked about Kishi a little bit, some Samoan culture, uh, a little Pineapple bit of everything. Mayo. <laughs> uh, and donuts. And, and donuts, energy drinks, and coffee. So. I don't know. And I'm sure we co- covered a few other things I've already Swat. forgotten in this past hour. So everybody have a tremendous day. Want some? Get some. Bad enough? Take some. Thank you for fanging a bang with Gangra. Peace.